So the first way of um, modeling or the simplest way of modeling um, a system, system performance is back of the envelope calculation. And you can do this for many different things, but it's, it's let's say, most easy to use for you know, basic system performance. And the idea is that you do a very high level overview uh, calculation of what you're expecting to see in performance. So, and um, the idea is that you want to understand the system performance and get good enough uh, performance. And for this, you really need to understand your application. And, uh, with, and it's called back of the envelope calculation because the calculation should be so short that you could do it back on the back of an envelope, right? So you shouldn't like, try to make it too detailed. It's just an overview calculation. And um, of course, this will be, this will be a course, right? It's not a detailed calculation of every little detail. It's more like within an order of magnitude. So it could be if your result is, okay, this will take uh, 10 seconds, then it could be one second, it could be 100 seconds. But still, you have a rough ballpark number um, that you can go with. And if this ballpark number is completely off, right? So it doesn't really fit to what you had in mind, then uh, it also works as a filter. Uh, so you can early uh, filter out stupid ideas that won't work. Um, so some kind of design where already in this design, you see this will never work because it will be too slow. Or um, this is okay um, because uh, it fits into my model or this part of the system will never be a problem here. And of course, in order to know for sure, um, you have to do benchmark in the end. So you actually have to measure it really. Uh, but back of the envelope calculation helps you to figure out what is an what is a baseline design and to understand what kind of results would you expect in your benchmark. And uh, yeah, back of the envelope calculations uh, were really suggested a lot by also by Jeff Dean. And Jeff Dean, if you haven't heard of him, I mean, we already talked about him in this course. Uh, he's a Google systems guru. And this is one of the things that they like regularly do. Um, so figuring out what would be the baseline performance is, and it makes sense, right? So you look at the components, you look at what is the hardware capable of doing. So what is the rough ballpark uh, performance that you will see? And for that, it's good to have a basic understanding of performance. And so these are some numbers um, also provided by Jeff Dean. And um, of course they change to some extent every now and then. But again, it's rough ballpark numbers that you can work with. So say, for example, a level one cache reference will be 0.5 nanoseconds. So um, if you do lots of these references, um, then you know, okay, um, this is about the, the amount of time it takes. A branch misprediction already takes five nanoseconds. So if you have lots of branches in your code, um, then expect uh, this to add to your performance or to add to the time something takes. Level three cache reference already takes 20 nanoseconds. Um, mutex lock or unlock takes 25 nanoseconds. Main memory reference, we're in the 100 nanoseconds area. So this means if I need to read something from main memory, this is the amount of time it takes. Um, then we are Compression will be in the three milliseconds, uh, microseconds, uh, sending two kilobytes over 10 gig um, ethernet is like two microseconds. Reading some one megabyte sequentially from memory is 100 um, microseconds. 
and so on. And say, for example, a disk seek. So if you have a disk, this will already be 10 milliseconds. So if your application does a lot of disk seeks, well, you will have to basically wait 10 milliseconds for each of those. Reading something like one megabyte sequentially from disk is like 20, 20 um, milliseconds. And sending a package from uh, Canada to Europe or California to Europe and back, that's 150 milliseconds. And if this is part of your application, this is something you have to think about. And of course, there's also throughput numbers. So your, um, your memory bandwidth is something like 20 gigabyte per second. PCI Gen 3 is 12.5 gigabyte per second, roughly. Um, Non-volatile or NVMe, so this is fast um, flash disks. Uh, that are connected with the, via PCI Express can give you something like two gigabytes per second. And of course, these numbers vary, right? So some disks might be faster and there, especially for the flash disks, there is some improvement over every now and then. But with this, you already have some kind of ballpark number, what to expect. And of course, this could be a bit higher, but it could also be somewhat lower. And uh, so say, for example, um, uh, disk bandwidth is some, can be something like six gigabyte per second. Um, and uh, yeah, so with these numbers, we can do some rough uh, estimations. And before we do general computation, I mean, one consideration um, that you have to think about if, if you really uh, like want to build a large system or something that you could think about is uh, if, um, if you actually want to scale something, right? This is, this is also, let's say, part of a uh, back of the envelope calculation. So say, for example, um, you want to build a scalable system, but do you really have enough data to, to scale a problem? So if your data fits into memory, uh, you probably don't have a, a big data problem. So in, if your memory in any stage, in any intermediate um, form fits into memory, then probably it doesn't make sense to, to scale everything. Uh, so then you don't have a big data problem. So, and let's look at some numbers here. For example, on a five-year-old laptop, if you have 16,000 numbers, like integers, uh, and you want to find the minimum, maximum, or average in a list, 16,000 fit into L1. So this means this is super fast, right? Uh, so it doesn't make sense to do like lots of uh, yeah, indexing, et cetera, on this. So you will be easy, like easily go, with, you can easily go through this in L1. Um, 64,000 fit into level two cache and 13 million, which is a roughly 52 megabytes um, will go, like you will be able to find anything in there within 200 milliseconds. And that's still instantaneous, uh, basically. At the same time, if you have to do this multiple times uh, for an individual um, application, then, um, so say for example, you have to go through the data uh, like a hundred times, a thousand times, then all of a sudden, of course, you have to think about how to actually do this. And um, so with, uh, with that, let's go through a simple uh, back of the envelope calculation example. So say for example, and this is the, let's say a typical uh, image search uh, example. So you have a web page that um, provides some kind of images. I mean, could be um, 
yeah, image search could be some kind of news feed, could be uh, some kind of social feed that just has images, uh, and where you want to display 30 thumbnails on your web page. And so that's that's basically your web page that displays 30 some thumbnails. And now the, the question is um, how to do this, right? And the first, um, your first design would be you read the data serially from disk and each of the thumbnails has 256K, uh, uh, so kilobytes. And um, yeah, your, your web server just like basically reads every individual uh, thumbnail one after the other. And um, if now we go through the calculation, so this, of course, you have many, many images, so you want to have them on a disk rather than on, on flash or in memory uh, because you cannot store them all uh, there. So if we read this, then we have to do 30 seeks. So for each image, we do a seek on disk. And uh, then we read uh, with this roughly 30 megabyte per second speed. And of course, a single disk can get a bit more, but if you have something like a RAID, it will average out somewhere around this. And if we do this, then we have the 30 uh, 10 millisecond seeks, so that's like 300 milliseconds, and then the 30 individual reads. And in total, we get 560 milliseconds, which is half a second, and that's only on the server side. So then we still have to send the image, and that's really slow, right? So this will take quite a long time, a half a second just on the server, uh, plus basically the request time, plus sending this all of this back to the user. So in the end, this is probably too slow. So then our second design would be, okay, we can do actually issue these uh, reads in parallel, right? Rather than reading one after the other, we read um, all of them in the, uh, at the same time by using multiple disks. And uh, then we have 10 milliseconds per, uh, per seek, and, but we do all of them in parallel. So it's 10 milliseconds in total. And we do one time uh, 256K read, uh, with this uh, 30 megabyte per second, because we do all of them in parallel. And so in the end, we end up with 18 milliseconds. And that, of course, is fast enough. And of course, um, well, it depends, right? So in the end, uh, this is like the best case performance. In, in practice, uh, we have some variance. This means, uh, well, some seeks will actually take longer. Uh, maybe we have to read two images from the same disk, so then we actually have to wait uh, again twice the amount of time. So really it's more going to be like 30 to 60 milliseconds or even a bit more than that, but definitely much faster than the half second that we in the best case would have had in the first uh, design. And um, of course, we can do lots of additional variations, right? So we could think about uh, caching and do we want to cache individual images or images? Or if we know there are certain searches that happen all the time, so we might just have whole sets of thumbnails uh, that we cache. And uh, we can, of course, do the pre-computing of the thumbnails. And by doing the back of the envelope calculation, we can identify the most promising. And we can also mix the back of the envelope calculation with some basic benchmarks, right? So say, for example, well, uh, what about pre-computation of thumbnails, right? So how much long does this take? So this might be a complicated calculation. So we just do a simple example, a simple calculation, how long a single uh, image takes or a couple of images to the thumbnail and, uh, and then use these numbers in our back of the envelope calculation.
And with that, um, let's go to some more metrics and measurements. So what do we actually want to measure uh, in the next video?